Peace and love, beautiful souls. It is Stephen Sia Harrison with 818. And this is season three of the podcast, right? And so we're doing things a bit different. So as you guys can see, I am recording live, right? Um, through the video. So this is definitely something new. Um, I'm excited about it. Um, and before we get started, I want to go ahead and just pray, right? So thank you, Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus for allowing me to deliver this word, Father. Father, we thank you for season three of the 818 podcast, Heavenly Father. Father, we thank you, Heavenly Father, as we come to you with expectancy, Heavenly Father, knowing that you have a word for us, Heavenly Father, that will propel us forward into this new year, Heavenly Father. Father, we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus for the things that you have done for us and the things that you are getting ready to do for us, Heavenly Father. Father, we thank you for partnership in 2022, Heavenly Father. Father, we thank you, Heavenly Father, for guiding us, Heavenly Father. So, Father, we thank you for also decreasing us and filling us with your marvelous spirit so that we may do a great work in representing you. In Jesus' holy name I pray, amen. So y'all, let me tell y'all, so your girl, you know, and her family, we moved to Dallas. And uh, for those of you who do not know, we are from Houston, Texas. And I'm excited because like, like when God calls you to do a thing, just know that it's going to be great things to come forth, right? So, um, God called us to Dallas and now we're here. Like, it literally took us less than a month or, yeah, about a month to to move from Houston to Dallas. But we're here. We made it. Um, we're settling in. We love it, you know. Um, definitely different vibe than Houston. A whole lot less um, chaotic, very calm, um, very light, you know. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and get started into this word. So um, God had given me Deuteronomy chapter 1 through 8. So let me tell you guys a funny story, right? I had recorded this the other day and I was at work trying to listen to it on my break to see if I could go ahead and upload it and there was an error. So I'm going to go ahead and redo this word. So this word is coming out of um, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 1 verses 1 through um eight okay so I'm reading from the New Living Translation uh, which is the NLT version um, feel free to use whatever versions that uh, 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 that's it sorry with you but I'm gonna be reading from the NLT okay so it reads and let me just say if I slay some words if I slay some names or some cities or whatever okay read along so you do not get confused okay warning okay okay so first of all we need to to know like who wrote the book of Deuteronomy right if you don't know Moses 
wrote the book of Deuteronomy. And so with this first chapter, this is his first address. This is him talking to the Israelites to let him know some of the things that God had shared with him. So mind you, Moses is the one who were um, guiding the Israelites from the wilderness into the promised land, right? So this is this is um, Moses' um, first address. So uh, we're gonna start with chapter one, okay? So it says, um, this book, uh, this book records the words, I'm sorry, let's start over. <laughs> this book records the words that Moses spoke to all the people of Israel while they were in the wilderness east of the Jordan River. They were camped in the Jordan Valley near Suf between Paran on one side and Topil or Tapil, Laban, Hezeroth, and Dazahab on the other. Normally, it takes only 11 days to travel from Mount Sinai to Kadesh Barnea, going by way of Mount Seir. But 40 years after the Israelites left Mount Sinai on a day in midwinter, Moses gave these speeches to the Israelites, telling them everything the Lord had commanded him to say. This was after he had defeated King Sihon of the Amorites, who had ruled in Hishban, and King Og of Bashan, who had ruled in Ashtoreth and Eri. So Moses addressed the people of Israel while they were in the land of Moab, east of the Jordan River. He began to explain the law as follows. When we were at Mount Sinai, the Lord our God said to us, you have stayed at this mountain long enough. It is time to break camp and move on. Go to the hill of the Amorites and to all the neighboring regions, the Jordan Valley, the hill country, the western foothills, the Negev or Negev, the coastal plain, and the coastal and the coastal plain. Go to the land of the Canaanites and to Lebanon and all the way to the great Euphrates River. I am giving all this land to you. Go in and occupy it. For it is the land that the Lord swore to give your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and to all their descendants. Amen. Oh, okay, so. I'm going to take my time on this, okay? Because I want to share everything that God had communicated with me just by reading this, the, the, the um, script, okay? So, first of all, it says that in chapter one, verse two, it says normally it takes only 11 days to travel from Mount Sinai to Kadesh Barnea, going by way of Mount Seir. Okay, so first of all, y'all, When I first seen chapter one, like when I first seen the, um, 
the word Mount Mount Sinai. Okay, um, when I seen that word, y'all, the Holy Spirit was like, "Look at that word." And the very first thing I seen in that word was the word sin, right? And then, as you could hear, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this word right, sin I, but I'm gonna tell it to you how the Holy Spirit told me sin I, okay? First of all, when you look at the word sin, there's a very big I in the middle of sin. And I like to say that that I stands for ego, that I stands for the very thing that gets in between. Okay, your relationship or our relationship with God. Okay, so sin, I see the problem is that you know we believe everything that God has not called us to be. You know what I'm saying? So, what do I mean? We believe that we're failures, we believe that we're not worthy. We believe that we are our traumas and the pain that we've gone through. We believe that we will never amount to anything. We believe that, you know, we are not chosen. We believe all of these things that God says that we are not, okay? Um, which is kind of weird, right? Because we live in a world to where that the pain that we've gone through, um, situations that we've gone through, it's just being pushed on us. It's just, we're being reminded of it every day. And so not only does the world remind us of the things that we've gone through, but they also gives us the distractions, right? That takes us away from our true authentic self, our true self, which could be found in Christ and Christ alone. And if you do not believe that truth, then I do understand that you are on your healing path and it's okay. It's okay. So that's why I'm here to let you know that God said that it's time to stop identifying with things of the past. It's time to stop identifying the things that he has not called us to be. Okay. A lot of times people say my trauma, my rape, my divorce, my, and it's not yours. It was never yours. So the enemy tricked you into believing that it was yours. So guess what? You signed on the dotted line and God is like, uh-uh. In 2022, my children need to know that I am the one that they need to be in agreement with. I am the one who says that they are more than a conqueror. I am the one who told, the, told them that they are the head and not the tail. I am the one who told them that I know their beginning and their end because I formed them even before they were in their mother's womb, I told them that I had a plan for their life. So God wants us to remember all these things so that we can get to the promise, okay? To the promises. And one thing I love about God's word is that it's full of promises. And then God also said that he is not a man, that he shall not lie. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs>
that's enough that's enough that's enough because what report or who report are you gonna believe I believe in the Father because he has not failed me and he will not fail me. If you believe that, type amen, say amen, shout it within yourself, claim it, receive it, because this is the year that God will make manifest within you. This is the year that God is going in partnership with you. And this is the year where you walk and step into your ordained calling and do a great works. This is the year. So before we propel into the calling, God wanted me to read Deuteronomy chapter one, okay? Because I don't know about y'all, but God had delivered me from my wilderness. He delivered me from my, um, listen to me saying my, God has delivered me from the wilderness. He has delivered me from the very things that blocked the connection. And I'm sitting here right now telling you guys that yes i'm grateful for god delivering me but at the same time it's very important that we stay reminded it's very important that we continue to feed ourselves the word of god because just because you entered the promise just because god gave that gave you that thing that you've been praying for just because you know you are in a season of being blessed it does not mean that the devil will not come knocking at your door to remind you where you once were okay so that's why i'm here that's why god took me to deuteronomy chapter one first right so it says um, normally it takes only 11 days to travel from Mount Sinai to Kadesh Barnea, going by way of Mount Seir. First of all, like I said, when you see Mount Sinai, I see sin, okay? So, um, they were going from sin to the Holy Land because you know what? Kadesh, Kadesh Barnea actually means holy, okay? So, now... I'm getting, I'm getting too far ahead. Now I do know Kadesh means holy. Okay. And then, um, okay. Kadesh means holy. So let's see what the second part of this word means. Give me a second, you guys. Okay, so. Mm, okay, ooh. Okay, so. Um, ooh. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. So, we go from the Israelites traveling from Mount Sinai. So the Israelites moving from sin, right? They're moving away from the very things that blocked them in the past into the holy land of Kadesh. But you know what? Instead of them getting to their destination in 11 days, it actually took them 40 years. And doesn't that sound familiar? Because how many times have we been cycling? How many times have we been going through different um, 
cycles because we have failed to pass the test. We failed to pass the lesson. And so I'm here to let you guys know that, you know, it does not have to take 30, 40, 50, 60 years for God to move on your behalf. All it has to take is for you to sacrifice some things that does not represent Christ, okay? And it takes for you to be obedient to the instructions. And then from there, you are able to move forward into the promised land. It took me six years. It took me six years, okay? And I'm only saying six years because six years ago, I love Christ. And so, God was just like, okay, well, you want to do it without me? Well, let me, let me zoom in, okay? Let me allow you to zoom in on the very things that I was protecting you from. And I went through it, y'all. I went through it, but at the same time, God was there. He was still there, but I was still learning my lessons at the end. Like, and gratefully, I was able to come out. And so, they... They they traveled from Mount Sinai to Kadesh Barnea, going by way of Mount Seir. Okay, so when I see the word seer, I see seer, you know, being able to see. So I am a seer. God allows me to see way beyond this physical realm. God speaks to me in so many different ways and reading these words are one of the ways. So we go from Mount Sinai, which is the sin that separated them from God, okay, to the Holy Land, okay, going by way. So going the way of Mount Seir, right? So that means being able to finally see being able to see the very things that was blocking your connection with God, being able to see the very things that was getting in the way from you making it to the promised land, being able to see that those friends that you were hanging around with did not mean you no good. Being able to see that that job that you were reporting to every day did not know your worth. Being able to see that that relationship that you were in did not know your worth. Being able to see that in order for you to love yourself, okay, it is also you being able to love God. It's one and the same. So they're able to see now all of these things, right? So Mount Seir, it says, But 40 years after the Israelites left Mount Sinai, on a day in midwinter, Moses gave these speeches to the Israelites, telling them everything the Lord had commanded him to say. This was after he had defeated King Sihon, of the Amorites who had ruled to Heshbon and King Og of Bashan who had ruled in Ashtaroth and Edri. So chapter 1 verse 5. So Moses addressed the people of Israel while they were in the land of Moab east of the Jordan River. He began to explain the laws as follows. 1 and 6. When we were at Mount Sinai, okay, when we were in our sin, okay, the Lord our God said to us, come on, God, you have stayed at this mountain long enough. 
it is time to break camp and move on. God is saying, you have been, like was telling the Israelites and letting us know today, like you have been in your mess long enough. It's time to get up. It's time to dust it off. It's time to propel forward. It's time to release the things that's no longer serving you. It's time, it's time, it's time. Like what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Surrender so God can make resonance in your being. Like it's time, okay? God said you stayed there too long, too long. You have identified with the things that does not represent me. Get out of that thing. Get out of that thing because what I have for you is so much more. Who you are is so much more. What I have called you to do is so much more. Who I have called you to be is so much more. Rise up and out of that dark space, out of the wilderness, out of the valley and into the promised land. Okay? Go to the hill country of the Amorites and to all the Negev in the coastal plain. Go to the land of the Canaanites and Nebanon and all the way to the great Euphrates River. Euphrates River. I am giving you all this land. God said, I'm giving you all this land. I'm giving you all the promises. I'm giving you all the reparations from your hard work. I'm giving you all of the things that I had, you know, swore to give to your ancestors okay Abraham Isaac and Jacob and to all their descendants okay and if you guys do not know if you guys do not know what God promised Abraham okay then let me remind you let me remind you what God promised Abraham Genesis chapter 12, verses 1, I'm going to say 1 through 2. So the Lord has said to Abram, leave your country. Leave your country. Leave what you are familiar with, okay? Leave from the very thing that you pretty much know your whole life. Leave from that, Okay? your people and your father's household and go to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Come on. That, like y'all, if God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, okay? And if we are connected to Abraham, if we are descendants of Abraham, do you not think? Do you not think that God is talking to us? Do you not think that God is communicating to us right now? Because even though he was letting the Israelites know, like in order for you to go from the wilderness to the promised land and to, to get all of this that I have before you, like in order for you to get all of this, you have to first know who you are, okay? 
You have to first notice that you are not the darkness. You are not what you went through in the valley, in the wilderness. Those were just lessons so that you may seek his face, so that you may seek God and know God for yourself. So, if the Israelites were in their wilderness, if they were serving false gods and worshiping money and wanting what the other nations had, if they were doing all of that and affiliating themselves with things that did not represent God, and if you are doing that too, and if God called them out, God can call you out too. And matter of fact, God may have already called you out. So I'm reading Deuteronomy chapter one through eight to let you guys know that God has called us out of the past. He's called us out of the wilderness and he's called us into a new thing. And what he's wanting for us, what he's wanting from us is for us to trust him and obey. Because guess what? He is going to carry us all the way. In the words of my baby, she's three. God always comes through. God always comes out the mouth of the babes. God always comes through. It is when we decide to completely surrender because his will is greater than what we could ever imagine for our life. And I don't care if you've you've reached a pinnacle in your life to where that you feel like you don't need God or you feel like God has blessed you enough, baby. You have not seen all of what God wants to pour into you. What? Like, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it on the inside. My soul says, yes, God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Father. You are worthy, God, to be praised, God. I glorify you, Father. I lift you up, God. I magnify your name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 What God is wanting to do for us this year, it does not have to take the next 10 years, the next 40 years. It doesn't have to take until you retire from your job. It doesn't have to take until you do whatever you feel like you, until you lose weight. Okay, until you can fit in those nice clothes, until your hair is combed, until your nails are done for him to make a move, until your hair is cut, whatever, whatever it is that you're waiting for, it has nothing to do with God. Some of you are sitting on, you know, some testimonies that God want you to get out because Believe it or not, our testimonies are very powerful because the testimonies is what help also free those who are bound. Sometimes obedience is just as simple as sharing a testimony, y'all. Sometimes, you know, sharing a testimony could take us literally from here to here. 
It's just that simple. We just have to get out of the way, completely surrender and do the will of God. It's life over here. I've been living over here. I've been living and God wants you to live too. Period, period, period. God wants to redeem you. God wants to redeem you, so allow him to. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. That's all I got. And I pray that this message touched your heart. And I pray that you guys apply it and reach out anytime. I am on Instagram. Website is... 818 prophetic or 818 prophetic.com peace and love